Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. How we feel about this. <laughs> yeah, this is uh let me tell you guys. Um now I know two people who might have it, but they can't get tested. And um yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it, but can we just talk about the ultimate karma with those freaking Tampa college kids who were like, I'm never going to get sick. Well, guess what? I would just like to know if it was any of the ones they interviewed. I know. But you know what the funny thing is? Just because it was announced, people are like, no shit. Really? (laughs) They got sick after spring break. I'm shocked. Oh, my God. (laughs) I am shooketh that these college kids... Like, but what pisses me off is they had to go home, right? So think of all of the people that they could have spread it to between leaving wherever they're staying, their Airbnb, their hotel, whatever, and getting home. Oh, yeah. They probably gave it to a ton of people. Fucking little germ sacks. And it makes me laugh because they're like, oh, my God, the millennials. I'm like, bitch, it ain't the millennials. We're, we're over here, like, stressing out. It ain't us. <laughs> but uh, in wrestling news, uh, we found out what's going on with Brody Lee and uh, Matt Hardy. Well, we know. Did you watch it? Uh, I watched it on YouTube when I, with the ad blocker on, so they are not getting any of my money. <laughs> of course not of course not never i'm you sorry that every week yeah i actually asked somebody can you just record your screen when they're on and then send it to me they're like and people are like oh just watch it i'm like no no i'm I, i'm good thank you thanks thanks but anyway, yeah, uh, Matt Hardy showed up as Broken Matt. And uh, let me tell you, watching it, I was like, that's what he should have been the whole time. <laughs> and uh, Brody Lee showed up as the Exalted One, which, again, like the Spring Breakers in Tampa, I'm shocked. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah. So, interesting time. Interesting time for them to show up. That's the funny thing. Is like, it's how, sad. It's very sad. It would have been so much better had like it been some other time. But 
good news is both Matt and Brody Lee have in their contract that they could go to New Japan too. So once New Japan starts back up, you know, whenever that is, I don't know when it is, but when it starts back up, we might have Matt Hardy and Brody Lee at New Japan. And I'll watch then. But not any other time. (laughs) Unless it's on uh, YouTube. Unless it's on YouTube. And I can use the ad block. So what happened? Because I didn't really, I didn't watch it. So uh, I had to have somebody explain to me the lead up to this. Because again, we don't watch AEW here. Like, (laughs) we don't. We don't do that. Anyway, so I guess like last week, Nick got hurt in his match. And their whole thing was like, Nick's hurt. Um, He's not going to be able to do the blood and guts match, which is now canceled. So, like, that 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 was the storyline going into it. It was like, Nick's hurt. We need to replace Nick on this team. And Jericho and all of them, were, I guess, were like, oh, you don't have anybody else because it's like Cody and Kenny and, and Matt and Hangman on the, pay, on the team because it's the elite. And they were, they were talking shit like, oh, you don't have anybody else. You don't have anybody else on your team, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, Vanguard 1 came in. This is the part I watched. Vanguard 1 came down and, like – they're kind of looking confused because I Matt was like, oh, yeah, we have somebody else. And it's just like the drone comes down. And, like, Jericho's like, what the fuck? And then you look up, it, like, pans up. And then Matt Hardy's standing at the top of the the uh, arena. And he's just doing the delete thing. But I guess what was supposed to happen, according to talk, is Jericho. Uh, Matt Hardy was on there. He said that Vanguard 1 was supposed to fly up and he was supposed to catch him. But somehow, like, that didn't happen. So he just stood there and did the delete thing. So. Huh. But um, it was pretty cool seeing Broken Matt again. I love me some Broken Matt. Um, and then Brody Lee, it was just a video package where he was like, I am the exalted one. But the part that got me to pop, he said, you're not the first old man to t- try to tell me what to do. I did or not understand me, didn't you yeah. say that? Yeah. I read that. I didn't see it, but I read yeah. it. Yeah. It was good. It was good. He wasn't there then. It was just a video. Uh, no, he was. I don't believe he was there. I just saw the video package. But um, what else? Um, but speaking of talk is Jericho going back over there. Um, we learned a lot from Matt Hardy on talk is Jericho. Was it anything that surprising? Not really, but it validated a lot of the things we even said on this podcast. Like we were right. Um, I don't think it was that much of a stretch, honestly. Well, yeah, but I feel like it validated a lot of what we said and a lot of what everybody else said, because, you know, there, there was talk that like Matt was going to go back. Matt was going to go to NXT. Like there was talk. Um, and he, he did confirm it. He said if Triple H was in charge of the company, he would have stayed. Big surprise. Hmm. Um, he also said that him and Bray kept giving ideas and giving ideas and giving ideas and wanting to do all this stuff and more stuff with, like, House Hardy and filming vignettes and, like, all of that. And Vince was like, no. No. I'm sorry, no. And then uh, they also said, hey, instead of us wrestling every week, because remember when the deleters of worlds were 
were the tag team champions and they wrestled like every week and it was against like lucha house party and like it was just very random Mm -hmm. so apparently matt and bray said hey um i know you have these matches booked but i we really think you should kind of hold us off and kind of do vignettes instead just to kind of make us the seem more like elevated to make it seem have a little more mystique you know a little more entertainment factor Uh and vince was like no you need to get out there and have your matches well that's vince though that sounds that honestly that doesn't sound that bad compared to some of the other stuff yeah well i'm just going through the list of what was said also um after the ultimate deletion um, the idea was, if they were going to be able to get these vignettes to happen, that uh, since Bray no longer had a home, because, you know, his shack was burnt down by Randy Orton, um, he was going to move into House Hardy. Which would have been entertaining. It would have been entertaining as fuck. He was going to show up and have a little hobo, like a little like bandana on a stick with all of his stuff in it, and he's going to move in <laughs> and, like... They're like, he'd be like, I have nowhere to go. And like Matt and Rebby would be like, hmm, well, you can move in, but you have to be a member of the family and pitch in. And then like, you'd see vignettes of Bray getting bossed around by King Maxwell and uh, helping Rebby with the housework and uh, mowing the lawn with Senior Benjamin. That would have been TV gold. <laughs> what the fuck? He said um, these exact things or you're, you're – Yeah, that was exactly uh, what they said. Like, Matt was like he was going to move in and uh, become a member of, the, of House Hardy and help around the house and, you know, Bray in the dilapidated boat. Just <laughs> I mean, come on, people. Well, you know I'm not a big fan of the broken things. So. I am. Uh, so, also, the ultimate deletion, apparently – um, Vince watched it, obviously, and Vince kind of just looked at Bray and Matt, because Bray and Matt were like, what do you think? Like, what do you think, buddy? And he's like, if this pops a number, I'm out of touch. Well, someone should tell him he is out of touch. And they were like, that's not the reaction we're looking for. So, um... A- <laughs> What I can just picture that too. Not the reaction I was going for. But um so he said, okay, well, we're gonna air it. And he's like, if this pops number, I'm out of touch. And he's like, okay, fine. So then of course, like it's it goes on last. Like it goes on last during this uh during that episode of Raw. And you get Michael Cole right before going. Well, this is something very strange, and I don't know what this is. And he buries it. And I watched the lead-up to when it was going in again last night, and Corey Graves actually defends it. Huh. He's like, he's like, it's completely asinine. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's not asinine. Yeah. Interesting. Corey Graves actually defends it. So uh, he's like, so you're going to – it's something. So obviously it happens, and – Guys, Vince at the time said it didn't pop a number, but just remember the last time Raw was at 3 million viewers 
was the final or the ultimate deletion. Huh. The final deletion. Interesting. So, uh, Vince, you are out of touch, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Shocker. I'm shocked. Are you shocked? I'm not. No. 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 He's out of touch when it comes to a lot of things. Yeah. But I do agree with Matt. Like, if Triple H was in charge, like, Triple H actually was interested in the broken universe. That's the funny thing. Huh. Like, he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. I, he's like, you know, you're going to have to do kind of the nostalgia stuff and, like, you know, kind of do the Hardy Boys thing. But he's like, afterwards, do the broken stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? (sighs) That old man. That damn old man. And who knows if Triple H will even get it one day. No, you know what? I I was talking about this last night on the Bust Open uh, Discord. Vince will probably sell that company before Hunter and Stephanie even get their hands on it. Maybe. Disney. Hmm. Which, if you're a longtime viewer, what did we say last year, Jen? Disney. Well, we love Disney. We do. But then, like, I got to thinking about it, though, and then if if it's Disney, that means no Alistair Black and no Bray, and that makes me sad. That's not true. They have villains in Disney. But, like, dark characters. Uh, there's some pretty dark we're, characters. Like that gonna, quote that says Maleficent, you know, did everything she did because she didn't get invited to a birthday party. I mean, there's some pretty dark characters there. They're going to make it, like, G-rated. It's kind of G-rated right now. Well, it's going to be even more G-rated. We're going to get some more suffering succotashes. <laughs> That's not Disney. Well... They'll make something equally as stupid. <laughs> anyway, um, so again, guys, we had empty arenas because, you know, the virus. And um, this week I felt it was really bad. Like, I did not. SmackDown was okay. SmackDown, I'm sure most people hated that beginning, but I didn't hate it as bad as some people probably did. Just because it was, it was slightly, I laughed, and I hadn't laughed at anything, so, I mean. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, my thing is, like, what, uh, what do you think, I mean, what are they thinking? Like, you, you have an empty arena, you can't really do anything, so I don't understand what they're looking for. So, I didn't think it was that bad, but I thought Raw was bad. Yeah. I mean, the edge part was good. The edge part I enjoyed. Um, that was this week, right? It's kind of like, it's kind of like blending together at this point. But it, the edge, the edge promo was this week, right? Edge was this week. Uh, yes. Yeah. That I liked. And then it kind of went downhill from there. Well, the edge part was really good. And then you get Becky Lynch showing up in a in a semi truck, which apparently this is what I'm hearing is the semi truck was supposed to be a part of her entrance at Mania. So I guess they're just using it now because obviously there is no Mania to have an entrance at. Um, so I guess they're doing that. And then 
afterwards they replayed the Royal Rumble. And that's where they lost me. Like, I, I didn't I can, have a problem with that. Because you keep saying it was a horrible Royal Rumble. I never thought it was a bad Royal Rumble. I just did not enjoy it. And the fact, I mean, like, there were moments where I was like, oh, my God, that's really good. But, like, in general, I feel like there's other ones that are better. But and I think I the reason they did it was explain the storyline. Yeah, that's, I was just going to say this. That, I mean, I understand that's why they did it. But, like, hmm. Just like why they played Bray and Cena's match this week. On that Sunday. is different, though. It no, is different. It is different because that was five years ago. True, but still, it's not explaining two a story. months ago. Still explaining a story. But hey, guess what? There's a difference between two months and five years. So I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. I didn't have a big problem with it. Like I, I get it. People are like, "Well, they have three hours, and they should." you know, put together content. They don't have a, they're concentrating on a lot of shit right now. Like, yeah, they don't necessarily have the free, you know, everybody's like comparing like AEW and, and WWE. Well, AEW doesn't have a huge pay-per-view that got canceled and now they have, or, or changed and now they have to figure out what the fuck they're going to do. And like, yeah, AEW can, it, it, I, what I saw of like the clips and stuff of AEW was great. Like the whole, like them singing in the audience and like heckling in the audience that I saw. That was great. I thought it was funny. But, like, they're not having to plan this big pay-per-view with nobody and, you know, figure out what to do and stuff. Like, I get that they don't necessarily are not taking time to put together really great ideas, which should they, yeah. But I get why they're not. Yeah. Now, after Mania, if they keep this, this up after Mania and they're not, then that's a different story. Well, yeah. And I think right now they're just trying to get to Mania. Yep, exactly. Because think about it, the, the Orton and, and Edge thing was going to be really good. The Drew and Brock thing with a crowd would have been really good. The Bray and Cena thing, especially with a crowd, would have been really good. Becky and Shayna would have been really good. Like, Charlotte, like, it, a lot of them have been really good with the crowd because there's a, a lot of actually decent builds this time compared to before. But now it's like, well, fuck. Like, it's only so much you can do when it's just literally going to be two of you out there with nothing. I mean, the only two matches that I can see having, like, a, this is going to sound bad, having a decent match with nobody there is Edge and Orton and Cena and Bray. Because there's enough storyline there. There's enough story. I mean, and it's for very different reasons. Cena and Bray, they're just going to go out, and I think they're just going to freak everybody out. Because Cena seems down. Like, I feel like, I mean, especially with the pre-taping, they're actually recording Mania this week. There's so much you can do. Like, there's so much. And I mean, will Vince let it happen? Probably not. But there is so much you can do. And then Orton and Edge, there's a story. There's something there. Like, I'm sorry, but Becky and Shayna? No. That's not going to... With a crowd, it would be. Yeah, with a crowd, because there's the adrenaline, and you're there, and, like, in the building, and seeing it. I'm sorry, same for Rhea and Charlotte. Like, it'll be better than Becky and Shayna. But, like, technically better. But, yeah. So, I, I just feel... 
like, yeah. But I will say the beginning part of SmackDown was adorable. It was. Like, even though Gronk like total idiot. Well, he is a fucking idiot. I know. I still liked it. And that's just because I like Mojo. Everybody else, for the most part, didn't like it. Well, so. it was funny, though, because, like, Baron, you have Baron there, and then Mojo, like, the whole Baron and Mojo thing, my first thought was, like, oh, my God, did Jen write this? <laughs> But, you know, at least there was, like, they were trying to play off of each other and be funny. It wasn't, yeah. like, they were they were trying compared to what some people have been doing. They were trying. I just thought it was funny how, like, Gronk was like, oh, you want to fight? And Mojo's on the ground. And he just pushes Baron over Mojo's back. <laughs> and I'm like, this is adorable. Look so, at like, them. It was pretty funny. They're adorable. All of them are. Then Elias comes out. I'm like, yeah, Jen had to have written this because Elias comes out at tank top. <laughs> What's next? She heat. She automatically shows up in the middle and she's like, hello, boys. I did read this thing where somebody said it would be really funny to have Pete and um, Riddle. Riddle in the crowd. Kind of like the like, guys in the Muppets. <laughs> they're like, what did you think about that one? And Pete's like, I hated it. Riddle's like, it was awesome. <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to tell you, though. It probably won't happen at Mania. Whatever this Mania. I, I, yeah. Whatever that is. But uh, I have a feeling here by SummerSlam, maybe Mojo Raleigh uh, might might turn on Gronk. Yeah, I, I think. Could even happen at Mania if they really need something to happen. Yeah. To Gronk. Yeah. And then they could have a match at some Oh my time. god, what if him and Baron team up? That would be nice. <laughs> the team of Baron Corbin and Mojo Rawley. And I'd be like, yeah, she wrote that. <laughs> wow, they're listening to Jen a lot now. <laughs> Such an odd pairing. You're like, but it's not. <laughs> You're like, look at them. They're so cute. Somebody read Jen's Tumblr. Oh, gosh. That, it would be pretty funny, though. It would. I would be all behind that team. Everybody would hate them. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> We'd be like, you're this doing great. This is awful. This is absolutely awful. They're like, that's atrocious. And we're like, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> that, yeah, that'd be us. I'd be like, I'm just here for her. I like you, though. You're cool. I don't have an investment, though. You kind of do. I kind of do. They're both nice guys. I like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now Gronk, no. I, I, I don't. I feel I like tolerate I tolerate Gronk because of Mojo. I know. Like that's how I. The other night, everybody's like, "Oh my God, what is he doing?" And I'm like, "That is single-handedly the worst entrance ever." <laughs> like the music was terrible. It was horrible. And he comes out and he's like dancing. And I'm like, what are you doing? I can see Mojo telling him to do that, though. Uh, he, you know what, though? It makes it seriously makes me realize how much Mojo has to dumb himself down when he's around Gronk. That's true. Yeah. Unless Gronk is some genius we don't know about. Girl, he was on Password and used Pass five times. Oh, okay. And it was like simple questions. He's like, uh, pass. And they're like, you don't have any more passes left. A uh, pass. 
<laughs> Mikey, you're dumbass. You're fucking dumbass. How can somebody with a master's degree be your friend? I don't know. I don't know. Because they party together. Oh, yeah. That's probably all they really do. Yeah, probably. And you don't see him very much, like, there. You don't really see it. Strangely enough. Party and get girls together. Yeah. But, like, Gronk is rarely with him. It's more Gronk's brother that's with Mojo more often. Well, that's weird. I mean, if you look at his Instagram, you know, if that's anything to go off of, I don't know if it is or not. But, uh, yeah. I I'm interested. Oh gosh, he's out there with his little dog doing yoga, Jen. Aww. What the, the little dog? I forgot what the name of Pixie. The... Pixie, yeah. He sang to her the other day too. <laughs> he sang to the little dog. It's a little chihuahua, guys. It's so cute. Oh, that is cute. It's so cute. I want to go do yoga. Doing yoga and his Zumbas. Well, yeah. That seems relaxing. You got Peyton on here every day putting out exercises. Yeah. I feel like I should do them or something. I know. I'm like, do I do, I do them? Like, I <laughs> feel weird just watching. body in our face. Yeah, and Billy's like, I'm just going to go take a walk. I'm like, I feel <laughs> like I'm Billy. I'm like, I'm just going to go take a walk. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm gonna go now. You're too perfect for, for, for this. Oh, yeah, her, uh, Bill, Peyton and, uh, Sean Spears went for a jog today. Hmm. I gotta say, though, that, uh, AEW thing, I saw the thing, he had a live video, Sean Spears did, and I'm like, I like him. We gave him shit before, and I feel like, you know, maybe he's learned his lesson, or he just keeps his lesson. Oh, there they are going for their dog. No. She's encouraging him to run. <laughs> yeah. And then they're having asparagus and bland chicken for dinner. And he's not happy about it. Neither would I, bland. buddy. I would not be happy about it either, let me tell you. But, like, this whole quarantine thing, I keep, like, looking at people's Instagram and I'm like, I have no life. I know, right? Like, I, like, you guys are in a house getting so much accomplished, and I'm over here just like, I got dogs and some cupcakes. Oh, Billy, uh, Billy and her both went for a walk. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's what I want to know is, like, yeah, Billy got some chocolate-covered pretzels. <laughs> Good for I her. Pey- I bet Peyton doesn't eat chocolate <laughs> Like, I'm going to have some bland chicken, and Billy's like, I'm going to have some pretzels. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's all these quarantine challenges happening. Yeah. Am I the only one that thinks that it's weird that they're having this toilet paper challenge? Like, you shouldn't be dirtying up toilet paper. Why are you no. wasting toilet paper? Why? What are you doing? Like, I can't find toilet paper anywhere, and thankfully I have, like, 18 rolls or something like that, so, like, I mean, I, do- I, I, mean I don't care, like, whatever, but I just feel like the internet's gonna attack them eventually and be like, why are you wasting yeah. toilet paper? 
Like, that's what I'm wondering. The, I'm wondering the same thing. I'm like, why, why are we wasting toilet paper? <laughs> I'm confused. Somebody give me the answers. I don't know, but Mox stole Renee's toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah, if you're bored, guys, just go on Instagram and Twitter. The wrestlers are bored too and they're posting. They're bored. We're bored. Not just wrestlers. I have a feeling that Carmella's going to end up pregnant by the end of this. Her and Corey Graves are stuck inside an apartment with Pancake. With Pancake, the dog. They're watching Netflix. Oh, yeah. She's going to get knocked up. There's going to be a lot of babies in December. Me, on the other hand, well, I'll still be here with my dogs, guys. <laughs> like, me and my dogs, we're uh, doing, watching TV. Uh, so, yeah, this is, not, well, kind of wrestling related. Last night, I could not sleep. So I just started binge watching a lot of shit. I watched all of Camp WWE. Huh. Because let me tell you, I feel like Vince just needs to be that guy. Because he voiced himself in there. And he's just a fucking idiot. And he admits <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. So like, why aren't we doing that? He's hilarious. Um, and then uh, I watched The Ultimate Deletion because I was like, hey, I just listened to that podcast. Let's go ahead and watch it and see if I can notice anything. And I forgot how good it was. Huh. It was very good. I enjoyed it. I don't think I ever watched it. Yeah, you did. We've discussed it. Oh, I thought, I don't know, Camp WWE, did you change Oh, it? Camp WWE. Yeah, I don't think you've watched that. I was good. I was on the Ultimate Deletion. I was like, yeah, you watched oh, that. Oh, yeah, I did, but I didn't like it. Yeah, you didn't like it. I loved it. She hated it. I don't, I don't get it. I but we're don't. very different. Like We are very different, we're but I very just different. don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, I love Danhausen, and I don't know if you would understand Danhausen. No. No. I, I love Danhausen, so. though. Oh, my God. He's so funny. Um, but, like, I think it's because I like the truly ridiculous stuff. Like, the truly ridiculous stuff. Which is funny. I yeah. Think. Like... I just, I love truly ridiculous stuff. It's great. Oh, Tama had a baby girl. What's her name? She's cute. Oh, There's a little baby. Aww. And I, that poor baby was just born during a pandemic. <laughs> I could not imagine. That would freak me hell out. He was born at home. They're saying that, like, so, at least the hospital's here, because my grandma had to pick up um, some imaging of her neck, and she had it done at the radiology thing at the hospital. They have it pretty well, like, sectioned off. Like, when she went in, they, they require every person who goes in to, like, take their temperature, no matter where you're going, like, radiology, right. wherever so they require that and they have it. She said that it's like tarped off huh. like the emergency department. So they'd like tarp it off fairly well from like, like if you're, they'll have like admitting and like the rest of the hospital open and then like emergency is just where they keep all of them. 
So, hmm. I mean, I guess that's good. No, it is good. Yeah. Just. I mean, the hospital we were at seemed to have their shit together, at least, so. Which was nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, also last night, what else did I watch? Uh, I watched American Horror Story. You watched Dark and Side I, of the Ring, I, right? Huh? You watched Dark Side of the Ring yesterday, right? I did. I watched that. I watched it this morning. What did you think? <laughs> How many times did you cry? Twice, I think. Me too. But, like, I didn't really, I, I don't know. I, I probably knew, but I forgot. But, like, when he said that Chris went into the bathroom and kissed him on the forehead and was yeah. holding him, that was sad. I was like, oh, God. Like, guys, I, I cried twice. And uh, they haven't even gotten to the murders yet. I just, I don't know. It was just sad. And then Vicky said that he would just lay on lay on Eddie's side of the bed and hold his pillow. That, to me, sounds a little weird. Uh, were you getting kind of homoerotic <laughs> it's, it's, vibes? I wasn't, but then, like, the more, like, I was, like, reading what people were saying about it and, and that you know, was, I like. You know what? Like, my first thought was somebody had to have written a, fin- a fan fiction like this. Like, it's like, just too strange to be real. But, like, what, I mean, and I'm not going to start any rumors. Like, I don't know anything. This is just me thinking, like, was there, like, some kind of feelings there? I just wonder if he felt like Eddie understood him better than anybody else. And so he, like, maybe, maybe not in love with him, but maybe even loved him more than he loved anybody else. Yeah. I mean, part of me wonders, like, because your friends can be your soulmate. Right. Like, that's your soulmate. I think definitely that's what it was, for sure. Yeah. And the fact that he was not religious at all, but he started, like, like you know, he wasn't religious at all. And then they said that Eddie gave him the Bible and everything. But then at the tribute to Eddie, he's like, we'll see each other again. Like, all of a sudden, he believed in, like, afterlife and going to heaven and seeing Eddie and all this stuff. Like, I feel like he just looked at Eddie as, like, what Eddie thought was right, and because Eddie thought that, he thought yeah. that. Like, if Eddie believes this, then obviously there's merit to... Right. Yeah. Guys, it's... just worshipped him, basically, it sounded like. Like, I, I ha- watched it twice, because the first time, I was just like, what did I just watch? Like, it was like... But it makes total sense. It does. It, it makes, makes sense. sense. But, like, the what did I just watch was, like, holy shit. Like, mind blown. Mm. It just it was- makes total sense. Because, like, I remember at the time before I knew anything about what happened. I remember, I remember at the time thinking he, I couldn't believe that he was that upset. 
Yeah. Like, and everybody kept saying like, oh, he never showed any emotion or anything. And then here he was just like wailing and screaming and crying and all this stuff. And so like, I'm not surprised at all because at the time when I watched that, the tribute show, even I was like, I can't believe like how upset he is. Like, it was just like crazy. It's like, it, it makes total sense that that was what ended up being behind all of this. It makes total sense, which is what they're implying. They're not saying it, but that's what they're implying. That's what caused all this. Yeah. And well, and I sense. and I believe that's a contributing factor. I do. I think it's a big factor. Well, yeah, because they said like he didn't have anybody else he wanted. He felt comfortable talking to yeah. about his emotions and everything going on. And who knew? Who knows what he had going on that only Eddie knew. I mean, and here's the thing: is and this is we ended off in the episode, whereas after Eddie passed, he started becoming very paranoid. Mm-hmm. Like he kept talking about how wrestlers were getting kidnapping threats for their children, and like they said, he found different ways to go to the gym every day. Yeah, so pe- he thought people were following him. So I, I honestly think, like, I mean, we all we know now, his brain was not right to begin with. Like it was scrambled, basically. Well, and Nancy, Nancy's sister said that she was upset saying that he would start fights with her for no reason and would get so mad at, like, nothing. So yeah. I feel like they probably got in a fight. And, well, I have two theories. My main theory is if his plan was the whole time that he wanted to take everybody out because he wanted them all to go to heaven to see Eddie or to protect them from these people that were following him, wanting to kill him. If that was his plan, I think maybe he tried to choke her. Cause you know, they said, you know, her sister said that she was beat up in the face. Yeah. So I think maybe he tried to choke her in his fucked up brain thinking that he was, he was going to help all of them. And then she woke up or she started fighting back and then he started punching her. Then he started like having like the yeah. total blackout punching her in the face I really, truly think in his mind he was ta- he was taking them out of what he thought was a dangerous situation and trying to get to Eddie. I really think that's what he thought. Yeah. And then at some point when she, like, knocked him out of it because she was fighting back or something, then he just went crazy. Yeah. That's what I think happened. I don't think it's – I don't think it was a big fight between – I really don't think it was a big fight between them that just snowballed into everything else. I really don't think that. Well, and – I think they'll mention this in part two, but Nancy was trying to file for a divorce from Chris. Hmm. According to what her sister said on Talk to Jericho. So part of me wonders if it wasn't, it wasn't a big fight or anything like that, but maybe they like disagreed on something. And in his mind, because I mean, if you look at Alzheimer's patients and people with dementia, like, they don't comprehend very – I mean, the comprehension's not there. Right. So part of me wonders, like, if they got into this disagreement, he probably went into the other room and snapped and just was like, okay, this is it. We got to be with Eddie. Everything will be okay if we're with Eddie like, again. She's gonna, she's gonna leave me. Yeah, and- she's gonna leave, and my life's burning down. So if we're all with Eddie again, everything's gonna be okay. 
And it makes sense why he put the Bibles because he didn't, yeah. he didn't have, you know, they said that Eddie gave him a Bible. He was not religious. And then he puts all these Bibles by the bodies. Yeah. Which. And I, I don't do agree with you though. I think son. he probably tried to smother her or choke her. And then she woke up and started fighting back. And then he just started beating the crap out of her. Because I feel like that was his reaction when yeah. he's in a fight. Yeah. You know. Plus, I mean, in that moment, I don't think he was there. I right, think, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it was just like a... Well, even before, I think even in the choking her and stuff, I don't think he was probably mentally no. there. No. He wasn't there. And then, you know, I, I, I think maybe he, I mean, in his fucked up mind, he killed her. She was in the house for 24 hours, at least. Oh, dead. The dead body was there. Before he killed... The little boy. So I'm assuming, I mean, I don't want to say he planned to kill the little boy because he's not mentally there. Like, I mean, had he had stood trial, I believe it would have gone to insanity. I don't think it would have, yeah. he would have been found guilty with a sound mind. So I, I mean, part of me wonders if he sees her dead. And he's just like, okay, well, I can't, if I, if somebody finds out that I did this to her, my son will not, my son, they're going to take him away. And I don't want him in this world without his mom and I'm not going to be with him. So I need to take him out. Part of me is wondering, did he maybe like in his mind, did he think that? Like, I mean, we'll obviously never know. Or maybe he's just like all these crazy people that kill their yeah. kids and say they're saving them. They're coming to get, they're going to come get, they're going to take them. Mm-hmm. Especially now. Yeah. Now his mother's not here. His mom's not here. I'm not, I'm not going to be here. I so, got to work. Yeah. And then obviously afterwards he killed himself. I do think it's interesting though that he lied to Chavo. Like, he knew enough that it was wrong that he didn't yeah. tell him the truth. He didn't call him and say, oh, I did this to them to save them. He no. called and said, oh, they're sick. Which that, that makes me think, because they're saying the timing. If, the, if I understand the timeline right, Nancy was dead when Chavo called. Nancy was gone. And Daniel had either just been killed or was just about to. Because they said that he died in the middle of the night. Like he put him to bed and then went in and smothered him. So uh, part of me, that's kind of why I'm thinking maybe he, I mean, he knew if they found, if, if somebody found out. You know, there was a, there was, there had to have been some moment where he came to himself enough to realize it was wrong or he wouldn't have lied. He wouldn't have lied. He would have said I'd done something. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there had to have been a moment of clarity. That's the only thing I can think of. Probably after it was all over. Yeah. Probably after it was all over. And then he knew I got to go. So it's going to be interesting. It'll be very interesting. I'm, I mean, part two's on Tuesday. 
So it's going to be very interesting to see. And you notice, like, not, not every – I mean, usually in something like this, they would be like – I mean, they're not going to defend him. But I feel like this is more of an understanding. I think so, because I think everyone they're yeah. interviewing did love him. Yes. And saw the breakdown of him. Yeah. You know, Vicky, Vicky's really been really I – th- I, th- I thought Vicky, out of everybody, was still the most, like, complimentary toward him. Yeah. In my opinion, like the way she spoke about him, like she was showing the wedding pictures and everything. Like, I think she, I think she probably out of everybody doesn't hold as much against him as it, it seems like everybody else did. Yeah. And I mean, Jericho, I, you, Jericho's the narrator, but Jericho also does not, like, he's even said in there, he's like, if you think I'm defending a murderer, then you need to just stop watching. Yeah. He's like, I want to tell yeah. what happened, but what I don't happened. want everybody to sit there and say I'm just defending a murderer. Yeah. It's so. a, it's a ter- it's a st- it's a terrible situation. It is. It I it's it's not like he was a cold blooded killer and no. just went out and did this. You know, it's not like he was a violent person either. Mm-mm. So you, I mean, you know, something had to have happened. Like something, and it not not happened here, but happened in his mind to think this is the only way. Mm-hmm. Because if you listen to his her sister on talk is Jericho, she said if he called me and said just take take Daniel, take him, she would have took him. Like even if he said I just murdered Nancy, take Daniel, she would have taken the kid. But did so, he think that, though? No. Because in his mind, he's not thinking. Right. There's going, you know, his mind, he's probably thinking he's going to go in the system. The, the people will get him. He'll hate him forever. He'll hate him forever. You know, there's, he's not thinking, like, my wife has family who will take him. I have other children. Like, he's not thinking that. No. But the the thing that gets me though is that he had enough clarity to lie. To lie. That's what gets me. Yeah. Because if he was completely out of it the whole time, he would have been like, I, I'm saving them, I protected them, like they're yeah. with Eddie, they're in heaven, you know, whatever. Especially if he knew he was gonna kill himself, which because he told Chavo he loved him at the end, he clearly yeah. knew he was gonna kill he him. He knew he was gonna do something. So like you know. Yeah. I mean, he knew, he had to have known he w- what the outcome was going to be. It's crazy. Yeah. So, but yeah, watch Dark Side of the Ring. Part one is on the, on their YouTube channel and holy shit. <laughs> holy shit is all I'm going to say. Um, part two is on tu- Tuesday night. Um, also, this season, they're going to do Owen Hart, too, so that's going to be... Mm. And they have Owen's wife. Interesting. That's going to be some shit. Yeah. I actually started re-watching that the other day, too. I watched... 
All the way to the Von Erics, I think. Hmm. Yeah. The Macho and Elizabeth one, I still cried at. Like, I still was just like, really? Why? Let's just pretend they were happy. Let's just pretend everything was okay. Ugh. Mm. This is, I'm following this page. Mm-hmm. on twitter that's um about georgia and it says there are currently 625 confirmed cases in georgia yesterday there were 507 yeah and there's 25 dead today yesterday there was 14 hmm. well if you want to come to oh no you don't come to phoenix no i was gonna say we have less we only we had the second death today so 152 cases and two uh, deaths. They're talking about shutting Georgia down. I think by tomorrow or the next day they will. Yeah. Not me. I also have to go to work. You're necessary. I'm necessary. Yeah, they have, um, they tested 408 people and 152 have it. But I really think um, there's a lot more out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could have it. We could. They said that younger people usually don't even have any symptoms other than, like, feeling tired and stuff until, like, day 10, and even then you may not have any. Yeah. Well, and my thing is, if, I mean, this is going to sound bad, knock on wood, I would probably, out of the two of us, have, get sick. Right. Like, actually sick, not, not, no, I have it kind of a thing. So. Well, I'm just yeah. tired all the time anyway. I can't tell the difference. I'm, I'm, I'm serious, sleeping. though. Like, people, they say that the younger people are like, that they're just really tired and they're, like, achy. I'm tired and achy. I don't I know. know if it's from work. Like, I don't know if it's from, and I'm short of breath, but I have allergies, so I don't even know if that's what that is. I don't know. I pulled a muscle in my back, so everything hurts. Yeah, it's just, like. And I thought, like, I couldn't breathe, and I really was like, oh, my God, this is it. And then I'm like. Oh, wait, I can take a shower and feel okay again. Never mind. <laughs> Mine's False like if alarm. I put a heating pad on or take a pain pill, I, I'm not, like, I'm fine. But if I don't, like, right now, my back hurts. Mine does, too. I really that. Ugh. What the shit? <laughs> What's wrong with us? We're dying. Falling apart. Um, We're stressed. Our bodies are stressed. You're telling me. Um, so we asked you guys to ask us some questions. And uh, we got some questions this time. Surprisingly, we got some questions. You ready? Uh-huh. All right. Uh, they're mostly from Twitter, but that's fine. Um... Who have what has been your favorite rivalry as of di- today, and who do you look forward to facing in a rivalry that have not met yet? Favorite rivalry of all time, I would say. I mean, it's just to date, so I'm saying all I guess all time. Oh, lord, I'm gonna go with Austin and Triple H. Hmm. That lasted a long time. Current, though, current, I'll go Cena and Bray. 
Jeez, I don't even know. Well, current is seeing is um edging yeah. for me. All time. There's there's just been a lot of good ones. I have no fucking clue. Oh, All this talk about Eddie makes me want to want to pick an Eddie one. Hmm. Eddie and JBL. Eddie and Brock. You could just go nostalgia factor and say Eddie and Ray. There you go. That one's a pretty good one. Okay, next one. What was your favorite WrestleMania ever? Seventeen. I feel like that's a cop-out answer, but 17. <laughs> it was Pick good. a backup. Pick a backup. Okay, my backup, 30. 13. 13 was good. 30. 30 was really good. That actually was on ESPN tonight. It was. 30. Um, yeah, 17, 30. 31 was really shitty on paper, but then when it happened, it was really good. That was when uh, Seth cashed in. That was good. Hmm. Okay, people are going to give me shit for this, but I thought 16 was good. That was my favorite as a kid, was WrestleMania 16, the big man in every corner. I thought that was good, but it doesn't hold up as well as 17 did. Well, it's your favorite. That's the question. I enjoyed it. I feel like 18 was okay. It was all right. I feel like 17, though. Like, it's hard to top 17. I think 17 is what a lot of people say. 17 was, like, the perfect WrestleMania. I think the, the best one that we've been to would be 34. Mm-hmm. I would choose 34. 34, even just for the trip. The trip was really good, too. <laughs> the trip was fun. The WrestleMania was good. Even though we left early. Well, we left Brock and Roman. I know. And watched it in a bar. Which was good. And we had a cheap uh, Uber because everybody was still in the stadium watching. Hmm. Yep. I liked that the set, too. I thought that was Yeah, good. the set was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I hated, last year I hated the set. Like, let me tell you guys, being there live, ugh, last year sucked. It's better watching it at home, but being there live, it sucked. Well, we were really far away, too. It was cold. It was cold. And it started raining. And, um, we were tired. It was very long. It was very long. Like, 34 did not seem that long. 35 seemed like an eternity mm-hmm. so i don't remember what time we got up on the day of 34 though probably uh, not 7 a.m or 6 a.m no, or whatever time it was no. we did not get up at 6 30 that day no tell you that much all right next question what's the latest update on the iconics are they being repackaged we don't know that was the last thing i heard but that's been a yeah. long time ago it's been a while. I mean, and Peyton commented on where someone tweeted about that, and she was just kind of like, she didn't deny it. Yeah, she got annoyed by it. So I don't know. They pro- it's probably one of those situations where they don't have anything for them. 
I mean, unfortunately, even though, I mean, I could book them pretty well, but they're not going to listen to me, obviously. They never do. They're so funny. I know. Like, how nobody says they have to be book serious. Like, like, don't be funny. Honestly, why are we booking anybody seriously in a time like this? Let them host WrestleMania. Yeah. Fuck Gronk. <laughs> Let them and Mojo host it. <laughs> yeah. Them and Mojo. And then Bray shows up randomly. That would be funny. I'd like it. I just want to hear what Billy would say if she saw The Fiend. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton's like, holy shit. She's like, hello, sir. <laughs> Nice to see you. Uh, who are your top five indie wrestlers who need to be signed? ASAP. Who need to be signed? Yeah. Like would fit in or that you just think need to be signed? That you think. I'm going to go Danhausen. Danhausen. Um, I, I don't know if she signed or not. Session Moth Martina. I don't know if she signed a Ring of Honor or not, but I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Um, Will Osprey signed. Effie. Effie. Chris Bay was signed. He was on my list before, but now he's on Impact. I don't know. I'm going through are. my list in my mind of who I know. I'm going to say, I only, like, recognize two of the people you've said so far, so. Yeah. Chris Bay just signed. Yeah. This is a hard one. There's more that you know than that. I know, but, like, just thinking in my mind who's not signed. Because on a lot of the Impact stars can still work the indies, but they're signed to Impact. So it's, like, is that person signed? <laughs> Same with Ring of Honor. Warhorse. Warhorse is good. But that's kind of with Danhausen, so I don't I mean signed Warhausen. Uh that's my my ring. I don't even know who any of these people are. See, you need to get out. You need to get out more. Um Joey Ryan signed with Impact, so that's no. Yeah, I mean, I can think of four. That's my four. We'll just say four. Sounds like a good list. Sounds like a good list. Oh wait, Alley Cat, Alley Cat. I like Alley Cat. She can she can be signed too. Alley Cat. There's five. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is like a uh, serious question, but. Okay. Is the internet wrestling community a toxic community that will do anything they can to shit on the WWE? Yes. 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 There you go. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Uh, the internet wrestling community pisses me off, and I'm a member of it, and it still pisses me off. Well, nobody's ever happy, and then I feel like if you express that you're not happy, people get pissed off at you for that. Yeah. You act like everything is great, people get past, pissed off at you for that. <laughs> it's yeah. like, no matter what you do, people are still going to be pissed and talking shit. Exactly. Like, really, what I, I feel like the internet wrestling community can never be happy. Mm-mm. 
like the real diehard smarks. I mean, there are people like us who are happy with certain things, but uh, you can criticize something and not be like, fuck that, I hate it. Like, you can legitimately criticize something and, like, yeah. I don't know. I've just gotten to the point where I just don't want to get into it, people. Because, like I said, no matter what you say, you're wrong. Someone's got something to say. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should do 10. We could do five. Biggest crowd reactions are pops can be ones that you've witnessed in person or ones that you've seen on TV. Uh, I think one can be for both of us. The Hardys returning Mm -hmm. at 33. I would say Edge returning, um, not this time. Well, this time was really big, too, but yeah. the time in Atlanta, that was really big. That was big. Um, um, AJ. Yes. The AJ one, I feel like, is an anomaly because they really thought nobody was going to know who AJ Styles was. Mm-hmm. Um, Mox showing up a double or nothing. Hmm. Um... Try to go back a little bit. Let's see. Yeah. Well, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At 30 and 34. Um, I'm going to say when um, Ambrose cashed in. That was a big pop. That was a big one. That's a big one. Um, Trying to go back further. In my trying mind. to think of ones that we've been to. Hmm. I feel like we're never at the ones that have the biggest pops. Oh, when Becky won the Rumble at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. That was pretty big. Um. Well, we went to the um. Was it Raw or SmackDown that we went to that was the first one with the pyro? That was kind of a big deal. People were pretty excited yeah, about that. The, that was a pretty big pop for that pyro. It was. It was. It was Raw. Um, we were there for the um, Xavier disc. Oh, yeah. The yeah. rap battle. Yeah. The rap that battle. That a big pop. I heard the pop when Bray won the title, but I was leaving and I had a fever. So does that count? Yes. Okay. Uh, we I was there, there for we that. There for the Kofi. Kofi win. We were there for Kofi Mania. That was loud. Yeah. Becky's pop was loud, but we were getting on the train when that happened. That was loud too when he won because nobody expected that. Yeah. I think that would be about it that we I can think of for. at the moment. Yeah, probably what we was were another there one. What was it? Oh my god. It was Weren't we funny. there when somebody came back or something? It was Were we in Atlanta when Triple H Triple H yes! came out? Yeah. When Triple H came out, that was loud. I can't remember what that was for though. It was for Survivor Series. Because hmm. he was gonna be a part of the team. Yeah. We were there for that. God, what was there was one other one and it was 34. Well, Charlotte beat Oscar. That, but that was that was it. kind of a that. I mean, it was loud, but it, that was not what I. Was it just Shane and Daniel Bryan winning? I don't think that was it. There was um um. 
You know what I'm talking about, right? Um, there was the cash in the night after, right? Was it raw? Mella. Yeah. Mella cashing in. Yeah. And the iconics helped, and we popped for that. Yeah, that was pretty loud. But anyway, that is all of our questions that we were sent. We might do this weekly since wrestling might, you know, grind to a halt soon. So, thank you for our questions, our lovely people who asked us. We'll do this again. It got us thinking. Huh. Get yeah, us I've forgotten about the Mella thing, but because yeah. she cashed in on Charlotte, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um. All right. So our last little bit we're gonna do here. Uh, Jen and I <laughs> were talking about this earlier, and I got this because, uh, as you guys know, Bust Open has a Discord, and I host a show on there too, but not with Jen, so it's less trashy because. <laughs> I feel like when we're together, all we think about is, like, hot men and food and sex booze. and booze. So, it is a little more professional than uh, this show. But uh, somebody asked me, how would you book Bray Wyatt versus John Cena? Okay. Okay. So I asked Jen that question, but I, I expanded upon it because I know she's not into, you know, all of that. Uh, how would you book any match at WrestleMania? I don't know because exactly. WrestleMania is going to be so weird. I don't know. Exactly. So um, we're just going to talk about, I guess, Bray versus Cena. And then maybe it'll jog her mind, and then she'll be like, oh, my God. Not really. There's no crowd. There's no extra people. There's no nothing. Well, see, I took that into account. Okay. Well, let's hear it. And it's just going to be fucking absolutely ridiculous, because guess what? We're just going to make it that much more fucking ridiculous. There's puppets. Puppets don't count as people. No, but somebody has to be moving them. Puppets don't count as people. (laughs) There's robots. If they're in the stadium, they do. The arena, they do. Well, you can, you know what? I, there's only three puppets that I accounted for, so. And one of them's in a box. All right, let's hear it. Are they going to okay. be, are they going to be providing commentary? Uh, no, no, oh. no. But they're going to help. They're going to okay. help. So the three puppets I'm talking about are Abby, Ramblin', and Mercy. Sorry, Huskis. This is for a whole nother day. Okay. So, Huskis, you're, 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 get out. Just get out. Love you, but go eat some chocolate. Um, so, the match starts in the performance center. Right? Right. And it's The Fiend, and it's John Cena. So, you're thinking this match is just going to be like a one-on-one, bare-bones match. Right? Okay. So, they lock up couple holds and the fiend like pulls away like he just pulls away and cena's like come get he does this whole like come get some bullshit and all of a sudden bray okay the fiend snaps and everything around them starts turning into the fun house because this is pre-recorded guys so you got to keep that in mind it's pre-recorded so you can do some fancy fucking editing here Right? Right. So, the fun house. You're in the fun house now. And Cena looks around like, what the fuck just happened to me? 
And if you look over, Abby's in her window. Ramblin is sitting there wearing a John Cena shirt and hat because, you know, he, I guess, likes John Cena, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Mercy's in his box. Now, these three puppets have a reason. Husky Harris had nothing to do with John Cena other than the fact that he was in, in Nexus 2, right? Right. But Nexus 2 didn't have a lot to do with John Cena. It was Nexus 1 that did. So Huskis, that's why Huskis is not in there. Because Huskis is Husky Harris. So, sorry. We just need those three. So, John Cena just keeps looking around. And he's like, what the fuck? And, of course, Ramblin's like, John Cena! John Cena! And Abby... Of course, it's just being sarcastic in the window. The puppets are the puppets. They're not doing anything different. They're not helping the match other than to be comedic relief. Because right now, we do not need to take this serious. Okay. Yet. Yet. In this match. This is the comedic break. So, the Fiend's there. Cena's there. All of a sudden, Bray snaps his fingers again. And he is... The Eater of Worlds. Okay. He's the guy that John Cena beat five years ago. Okay. Okay. So he's there. Cena's still just like, what the fuck is happening? Right? Mm -hmm. Bray attacks him. Because now he's Bray. He's not the fiend. So he attacks him, does all the spooky shit, and right before Cena, because Cena finally comes to his senses after he's attacked, obviously. So he's like, okay, the, I'm not on a fucking acid trip right now. I'm like, this is fucking happening. So he starts to fight back. But then Bray disappears. So he's gone. Like, poof, gone. Okay. Like, because right now you just want to fuck with Cena's mind. Because Cena's hustle, loyalty, and respect, he doesn't waver, right? Mm-hmm. But he's never faced something like this. Ever. Okay. Now, mind you, we're not going to put fucking cockroaches on the floor or anything like that. You just want to give somebody the good old-fashioned mind fuck. Okay. So, Cena's looking around, and it's just the puppets. Right? Mm-hmm. So then, the front door, there's a knock at the front door. Cena's like, what in the shit? And Abby just keeps saying, open the door. Open the door. So finally, there's like, it's banging at the door, right? Right. The door opens, and it's Bray in his sweater. (laughs) And he's like, oh, there's my good friend John Cena. And he's just like acting like they're friends. And you're going to have Bray act like Beetlejuice. If you've seen the movie Beetlejuice, you're going to have him act like that. You just want him to be absolutely absurd at this point. Okay. And the whole time scene is just like, what the fuck? Like, he's, he literally is beyond words at this point because he's just like, okay, like, I started in a ring in a performance center, and now I'm inside of this fucking weird house with these puppets, and... Beetlejuice himself, basically. So, Bray just keeps looking at him, and he's like, "Come here, come here. Let's look in the mirror. Let's let's take a picture, John Cena." And Cena's just like, "We're having a match. Like, 
what what the fuck now this right here is just to draw out time because guess what they're not going to have as many matches. Supposedly, they were supposed to have 16 matches during WrestleMania. You're not going to have 16 matches. Right. You're, and it's two days, so you need to draw out this time. So Cena's just like, what the fuck? People want to see the Funhouse, so people will be okay with this. If people don't hate it, it's because they don't get the absurdity of what this is. This is not a serious technical match. Edge and Orton is a more technical match. Like... Technically, you're not going to get the absurdity. This is more the absurdity. So, he takes Cena to the mirror. And he's like, oh, selfie! Takes a picture. But Cena doesn't see anything in the mirror. Hmm. So, Cena sees nothing in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And Bray's like, oh, look at our picture! And Cena's not in the picture. Hmm. And Bray's like, huh. That's interesting. And all of a sudden, the lights turn red. And Bray's like, he's here. Snap, the fiend's back. Mandible claw. Hmm. So there is no match. No, because it's absurdity at this point. Okay. So, But you are going to get, there's going to be part in the performance center that is wrestling. There's going to be a fight inside the funhouse that is wrestling. You get the break of Cena going like, I don't have a soul anymore. Because what does the Fiend do? The Fiend changes everybody, right? Right. Cena is this beacon of moral positivity, hustle, loyalty, and respect. He looks in the mirror. There's nothing there. His soul is gone. Or he could take the picture and his eyes could be blacked out like he always does the pictures on the wall. I like that. Hmm. Yes. So, either way, his soul is gone. He okay. has no soul. Now, they're, t- they're saying this could be seen as final match. I don't believe it is because, you know, there's not going to be any people at this match. So, I don't think this is his final match. But, I feel like they are going to start deconstructing john cena we are not gonna get the mythical heel turn of john cena that's not gonna happen okay but you have to realize no matter what he does the fiend is not going to get booed right even by a crowd that's not even there and is on a computer or a phone or a tv watching he's not going to get booed he freaked out Mrs. Child, and he still got cheered. At this point, he'd have to kill a puppy to get booed. True. So after Cena's soul is gone, he changes. He's not a heel, but this is going to go into before the match, which obviously they're taping the match before what happens. But Cena is going to keep acting like what I did was not my fault. You are a crybaby, Bray. This is your fault. Okay. So that's going to be the lead up into this, which obviously last week that was what he basically said. Don't blame me because you failed. And Bray, you're going to have Bray come at it as you stole something from me, so I steal something from you, and that something is his soul. And Cena 
is not going to get his soul back yet. Yet. And this is going to go even further than that. But so after the picture, Cena's demeanor changes. He's no longer super Cena. He is selling moves. He's selling what Bray is doing. He's kicking out. He's not kicking out at one. He's kicking out at almost three. And Bray is getting very frustrated because he's like, I have his soul. Why is he not staying down? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, why is he not staying down? So Cena gets up and he grabs a chair. And instead of the ref saying, because if you watch WrestleMania 30, the ref said, John, you're better than this. John, you don't need to win this way. We get right back where he is, where John has the chair. But it's not the referee saying, John, you're better than this. John, don't do this. It's Ramblin' Rabbit saying, John, don't do this. So he's sitting there conflicted, and Bray is just sitting there going, hit me. It's really the fiend doing like a growling, ferocious noise, but he's hit me. He's holding his arms out like, hit me. Just hit me. Mm -hmm. And Cena drops the chair. And Bray picks up the hammer and hits Cena with the hammer. Not a hammer, but, you know, the big mallet thing. Uh Hits him with it. Because he hasn't outright hit anybody with this mallet before. He's threatened to hit Seth. He tried to hit Seth. Didn't work. He's going to hit Cena because Cena was when his career failed. And he wants to end John Cena. So he beats the living shit out of Cena. Like, have him blade. Have have there be a little bit of blood. Just a little. Don't, don't, we're not doing a Ric Flair production here. Just a little bit. And the Fiend picks up the win. And he snaps his fingers. And John's laying in the middle of the performance center. And the Fiend is gone. With John Cena's soul. <laughs> Look on your face. <laughs> With John Cena's soul. Because guess what? We're stealing that fucker's soul. Damn it. Right? Well, it's a, it's a good way to capitalize on the situation, that's for sure. It is. I mean, here's the thing is you, you got to fill like 25 minutes here. And you can't, you don't have a crowd to work with. So you got to make it absurd this point i like it especially that match like if you're gonna have any match be like absurd it has to be that one like it's not gonna be edge and randy yeah a brock might not even make it because canada closes borders so uh that might be out poor drew poor drew (laughs) drew doesn't get anything nice Damn it. So I just, I mean, you, you just got to make it work, guys. Also, Oldberg and Roman, ugh. Give the fans, you know what? If you're going to give the fans one thing they want, give them that. 
the absurdity that is the Firefly Funhouse. Because they we, might. I mean, we know Goldberg and Roman is just going to be short. Short. Goldberg can't go longer than five minutes in any shutting, I bet. No. Unless they, they unless they, <laughs> unless they can always like piece a bunch of different <laughs> I can take a break and come back and <laughs> he's like hold together. on <sighs> okay I'm ready <laughs> they're like wow Goldberg's really wrestling a lot oh no we had to do it in like seven takes we just pieced <laughs> them all together good for him mm-hmm. and also I think like Cena would be down to do absurd shit at this point yeah like really shot for a belt he needs to put Bray over. If he doesn't put Bray over, then I don't know. We're just back right where we started again if he doesn't put Bray over. True. Yes. So anyway, guys, uh, if you think you could do it better, give me your ideas. What do you think is going to happen? With anything. With anything. With any of the matches. Um... Personally, I I don't. <laughs> That's the only match I would be able to book. <laughs> Everything else, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't understand how they're going to do this. Like, color me confused. And, I mean, there's rumors going around that... Florida may shut down before they can finish taping it, so then there would be no WrestleMania. They better get on it. Uh, yeah. If not, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just over here booking things in my mind. Otherwise, I have no idea how they would do this. I mean, it's possible, but who knows with their limited time. I mean, I don't have time to go do the set and all that kind of stuff, so. Well, the set, they have the set for the fun house, at least. Where? It's on a sound studio. Rumor has it they were supposed to bring it over to Access. Ah. So it's there. That set, I guess, travels, so. That's not the problem. It's getting Vince to do it. That's the problem. At this point, Vince probably doesn't even care anymore. Vince is like, go. You know what? Somebody actually said, what if they gave Hunter and Sean the SmackDown night and gave Vince the Raw night? Because Raw is always going to be his baby, right? right? But what if they gave Hunter and Sean SmackDown? Be interesting. I would enjoy that because they would let the absurd shit happen. True. And then somebody else also brought up, what about NXT? I know. Are they going to do a whole nother storyline where they're like, well, we got screwed again. We kicked your ass and we still got screwed. No takeover, no nothing. No takeover. That Saturday was supposed to be like the best day of our lives, people. (laughs) What happened? That far. Okay, well, so far this year, the best day. And what happened? Nothing. Nope. We were supposed to see Mojo. 
We're going to see Bray after three fucking years. We're going to go to TakeOver. Nope. Nope. That yeah, ain't they happening. haven't said a word about TakeOver. Yeah. Other than the fact if you go look, it says canceled. Do we have to do anything to get our refunds or what? No, they said it's supposed to be 15 to 30 days. Uh. So I'm like, hurry up. I have $233 plus the TakeOver tickets. Can we hurry up? I'm still so mad about that. Oh, yeah, you bought the, you, you did the takeover tickets, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. I got Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, it's, I'm just ready for, you know, everything to go back to normal. And I can maybe see Bray. You and everybody else. <laughs> I'm getting real sick of this shit. <laughs> getting real fucking sick of this, guys. Let me tell you. But, like, my mom made a good point. She's like, just think about what it's going to be like when you're at, like, your first wrestling show after all of this. Yeah, you said that the other day. That's true. I'm going to probably cry. <laughs> like, oh, it's back. Or, like, when we watch Raw for the first time with, like, people <laughs> and Pyro. I'm like, wow, this show's actually pretty good. What's happening? What's happening? Like, please please come back. I just need you to come back and entertain me. Because right now, like, I'm not entertained. If anything, I'm sad. Because there's no... Like, that's the other thing I'm, like, concerned about is, like, when they close everything down, that means no wrestling. Nope. Then what? Network and YouTube. I'm going to need the wrestlers to start uh, doing their shit on YouTube they or might. Twitter. Entertain me. They might. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys. Um, hopefully, we still have wrestling to talk about next week. <laughs> hopefully. Um, Yeah, I I don't I don't know. This is just sounding really sad. Well, I mean, there's only so much you can say. I that's true. Like, there's only so much we can say. Um, like, yeah, I mean. As of right now, we don't know what's going on with anything. So, hopefully SummerSlam, there's something. I think there probably will be. I hope. I think they'll probably, you know, have a bigger access and that kind of thing, for sure. Whenever that happens, we'll be there. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm going to go yes, because I'm very positive right now about (laughs) this. I just want to go to Access. That's all I want. Like, honestly, I wouldn't even care about going to SummerSlam at this point. I just want to go to Access. And go take my selfie. It doesn't happen there. It'll happen at Mania next year. I know. LA, I need you to happen, like, right now. (laughs) LA is going to be, like, so worth it. 
especially if we don't go to anything else before then. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's we're gonna go wild. <laughs> know about that but okay. well not like drinking wild but we're gonna go wild just to be like we're here oh my god like we're gonna be like excited and happy you'll hear maybe not pessimistic nikki hmm. a lot happier than we are right now oh, oh yeah right now i'm just like well do i have a virus i have a pulled muscle in my back i'm not seeing bray takeovers canceled there's a pandemic i don't get to see my best friend so tell me what part of any of this sounds fun. Nothing, nothing sounds fun or hopeful. No. There's, I have zero idea when this is going to end. I'm just exhausted. And Jen's I have to be exhausted. at work at 8 in the morning. Ugh. And I'm just over here like, when is this ending? No one knows. No one knows. Like, it has to, right? Hopefully. Right? I don't I think it's going to end as soon as some of these people are thinking it is, though. No. Like, I'm, I'm assuming, like, June or July it'll be over. Yeah. Well, it's March right now, so by July it better be over. <laughs> Especially if there's a shelter in place the whole damn time. Bitch, I'll just leave my house at that point. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. <laughs> Let it happen. I can't live with these idiots. I gotta go. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. Yeah, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I gotta go. I can't live with these people. <laughs> like, how? Like, how in the world? That's what I want to know. And all my doctor's offices are all switching to emergency only. So, like, mm. how am I going to go to doctor's appointments? You're not. You're not. Honestly, I was like, how am I going to take care of this pulled muscle? My mom's like, just lay in bed. That's all you can do. Uh -huh, I'm much. like, oh, great. We're going old pioneer way. I'm going to die of a pulled muscle. Oh, my gosh. It's Ooh. time for me to go to bed. It is. Jen needs to go to sleep. I'm going to go watch some YouTube and edit this and try not to flip the fuck out again. Because my back hurts. And yeah, um, don't, don't do that. You're not dying. Oh, God. It feels like it. Um, so next week, hopefully, uh, there's something entertaining. Um, if not, if not, um, we'll, uh, preview WrestleMania, I guess. <laughs> Do our predictions. Well, no, that's next week. No, yeah, it's next week. The 28th or 29th when we record. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll do our pre predictions, yeah. I was going to say we could ask mom about her predictions, but... Hey, that would be something different. We can ask her her opinion on corona and on... Oh, God, no. No, <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Oh, no. Man. Please don't. I'm warning you now. You don't want that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys. Jen's going to bed. I'm going to edit. Who knows, maybe next week we'll just be like, we're just going to talk about sexy wrestlers because there's nothing else to talk about. Maybe, who knows. That is our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. But until then, wash your damn hands. <laughs> Stay in your house if you can. And yeah. Bye. Don't go socializing. Yeah, please don't. You know what? Don't go to a park. Like, don't think, like, I'm going to go hiking with my family of 27 people. Like, come on. Just 
as much as it sucks, sit in your backyard by yourself. Yep. It's a bigger, bigger thing here. Yeah. Or just be on the internet. Yeah, that too. But until next week, please wash your hands. Don't get anybody else sick. And bye. Bye.